0: unlike it.
1: So today we're working in the pro shop. Just having a fucking good old day. Super slow day. My kind of favorite. Windy. Every. Whoa. Almost broke my sunglasses there. Sorry about that, buds. (laughs) Um, And you know these slow days, you kind of like make conversation with people. This guy comes in. He's probably seventy years old, and he goes, "Does anybody got a smoke?" (laughs) And I'm like, "What the What the fuck is this guy talking about?" And he's like, I don't really need it, but you know, like I like I need it. And, well, and Spencer's like weed, and he goes, I don't care. He's like, I don't care what it is. He's <laughs> like, I just need something to put in my mouth with some smoke. And I was like, uh, dude, you came to the wrong place. And then our well, and then our assistant pro, who's not even of age, decided to give him a cigarette. He's he's twenty, and he goes, let right. me go to my car. <laughs> and then. This motherfucker came back in on the on the turn. Asked he's for like, another one. Hey, he's like he's like J-, he's like got his finger. He's like fuck. He's like is Alex here. <laughs> I'm like nah, dude. Sorry, Alex is teaching a lesson. He's like, oh fuck, I just really needed another cigarette. <laughs> he's like, well, I don't, you know, I don't really need one, but you know, it, it and I was like, like, he needed a cigarette. I was like, yeah, dude, you don't. You absolutely don't.
0: <laughs> Sometimes you need nicotine on the golf course.
1: <laughs> so welcome into Big Drive Energy, everybody. Uh, we are live here from the DNVR bar. This place is very calm right now.
0: The calm before the storm. It's I imagine be in,
1: in about two and a half hours we're rolling AVS playoffs game one of hopefully sixteen wins in their future. Um, we're both going tonight. Kale, the legend, super producer, he is going tonight behind the behind the camera behind the TV. So he's super stoked. We're all super stoked. Um, but we're gonna spend a little time talking about golf and try to. Uh, Try to get bring the uh, playoff hockey energy to this golf pod.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, should we start with how how's your week been, bro? It's been good, man. You know, like uh, we're back
1: essentially busy again, which yeah. is fun. Except yesterday was shit. At Colorado weather. Uh, for those of you guys that don't live in Colorado and are listening or watching this from somewhere else, uh, it's crazy, and we've it's had, been so windy. It's been Just windy every windy. fucking day, and. Not fun. No, it's not. It's not fun at all. And we also just don't know what it's going to do from day to day. One day you're wearing, you're hot. Like when we did our hole-in-one challenge, which go check that video out on our YouTube, DNBR Sports YouTube as well. Uh, RG killed it yeah uh, that edi- super that is dope sick. edit uh me hitting the flag stick mitchell rolling one in me yelling fuck at the well i didn't roll one in i rolled one, rolling right one next it. to it is what i meant we
0: didn't make one spoiler alert yeah, for anybody that didn't it, know but watch it still it's still cool yeah it's a fire video um
1: but that day was like 75 degrees phenomenal it's supposed to be 90 saturday yeah it's supposed to be 90 on saturday Wild. yesterday it was 32 degrees and snowing yeah we had two guys out golfing yesterday 32 degrees and snowing. One of them was 76. The other was 84. Average age of 80. And they're out there in the snow. They called and they were like, is the course open? I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I, guess. I fucking <laughs> guess. But what
0: What are you talking? Like, are you coming well, out to so buy you, yourself a, a hat? Because you put that Twitter poll out and everybody is in the camp of they're just dedicated. I'm like, no, you're clinically insane. Like you go golfing that. I have nothing for you. You're just dumb. I just can't wrap my head around why anybody would want to golf in that kind of weather. But then again, I was at one point that dedicated. So I just, I mean, teach their own, you know, and one other guy who'd got uh, Bob Stankowitz, he's like 75, yeah. 70, 75. So we had three players yesterday for a combined age of 235, <laughs> which is pretty insane. Um, That's good math. That was quick. I'm very, you know, you know, me and my mental math, I'd crank that shit out. Definitely not a good geography. No, not. I only know pertinent information. One of our, actually, Spencer's wife's brother, Tim, tweeted at me. He goes, how do you know where the original Hooters was, uh, but you don't know the difference between Puerto Rico and Costa Rica? And my response to that is, I know pertinent information. I know important facts. I don't know mindless geographical shit. Um, And I actually do know where Costa Rica and Puerto Rico are so well that makes uh, one of us yeah (laughs) yeah spencer definitely doesn't but i mean somewhere south of america priorities literally south america that well no actually it's central america dumbass oh (laughs) well here we go again here it is (laughs) nice i Uh, think kale is that correct Yes, thank. Fuck. You. Neither, of the, <laughs> neither of those countries are in <laughs> South
1: America. Well, that's a good start. Great start. We're <laughs> off to a hot one. Great start.
0: Well, how's your week, dude? What I... just working, man. Um ready for some avs, ready to uh, the Nuggets was it was obviously sad seeing them go down, but we all kind of had that that general feeling being down two of our three max guys. Um it it sucks, but it almost feels like the calm before the storm for the Nuggets a little bit where if we can all come back healthy next year, I feel pretty damn good about their chances. So we'll just we'll have to wait and see. I'm not very patient, but right now we're on the AVS train, riding it hopefully all the way home, all the way
1: to July. <laughs> and this so this is golf season, um, but also you know playoff hockey and playoff basketball coming like that nice time of the year. And I was actually talking to somebody about this the other day. I really love going to like a playoff hockey game or basketball game, which feels like a winter sport when it's nice out. See,
0: I was just going to say, I hate that. Yeah, like I, I, I love can't that. go to a hockey game. Well, I can obviously if physically can, but I don't like going to hockey games when it's like light out and warm out. I hate that shit. Cause it's not hockey weather. Hockey weather is like thirties, forties blowing snow. It's dark out at 5. PM. Like that is like the dog days of winter are hockey to me. Like, you know what I mean? So that's just my vibe. I feel you, but I love. But then Lock- I go to a Rockies game, and I obviously don't want the weather to suck. So it's kind of that happy medium. Also, I hate going to Broncos games when it's steaming hot, which happened about half the season last year. So I'm 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 a big cold weather guy. I'm built for cold weather, as you can You're see, like a polar bear. Yeah, exactly. I'll go roll around in the ice a little bit. Go. <laughs> Fucking drink so, a Coca Cola. I am the exact pole. opposite. If it's less
1: than like 60 65 degrees, because you're soft. I am soft. Very. You're very soft. I'm Sar- Charmin soft. <laughs> you're four ply. I'm Nashville Predator soft. So Ooh, how about that? I,
0: I hope hopefully that age. well. yeah, that that <laughs> could blow up. Yeah, that don't don't nah, do that again. The first round, we go. don't. No bulletin board material here. Nope. I know they're all watching. I know all the Predators are watching our podcast. <laughs> They're just getting ready for their pregame watching a golf podcast. UC Saros probably took himself out of the game tonight
1: just so he didn't miss our pod. Yeah, he didn't want to miss this live shit. <laughs> We're doing it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. All right. okay. right. Let's talk about some golf. Yeah. Should so, we do that? So let's talk a little bit about Jon Rahm. Uh, he, back in the winner's circle this week... At the Mexico Open at Vindanta, Vin, Vindaida? I don't know. All right. Well, it's something with a V and ends with an A. Um, but so the, let me tell <laughs> the, Okay. The funny thing about this John Rahm scenario, right, is if you bet on golf, which you should, um, don't necessarily follow Big Bet Energy. Fade us. Uh, we're, we're kind of fade material right now. But I remember last year, this is a weird memory, but don't quote so you know, don't judge, but I was getting my COVID shot. Oh, um, you I don't, that, maybe I shouldn't say. I don't know. Uh, I don't, we don't vac shame here. Well, it's no. It's 2022. We're not, yeah, we're not vac shaming, but I was getting my COVID shot. And we were, I was in the line at Dick Sporting Goods Park up in, you know, wherever, North Denver, it was called that. And I remember that was, we hit our third winner in a row on our bets. That is what.
0: Yeah. And, wow. I yeah. Didn't, I don't. I didn't know we'd ever won three in a e- row. Exactly.
1: And so we picked three winners in a row. Of course, 2021. This is a new year. It's the hottest new we've us. ever been. But <laughs> New Year. That's what I'm saying. Is we New get US on is a,
0: not a good thing.
1: You can fade us now, but once we get on a roll and once we start picking winners, it's you know you, you could go th- three weeks in a row. And for the record, our our picks this week did pretty well. Tony Finau was all of a sudden leading the tournament at one point. Before yeah, he Rob finished made a second, Yeah. So so we're close. But I will say that no matter what, we wouldn't have picked John Rahm this week. I'm not picking somebody that's plus 450 yeah, to win a golf that. tournament. Like,
0: he's far and away got – and, and like, you look at this week, we'll get into it, but Rory McIlroy is far and away the, the favorite this week at the Wells Fargo. And, like, yeah, he has a decent chance of winning, but at those odds, you're never – there's no value. There's no value in taking a top three guy – maybe even top – like, third or second sometimes is decent, but – the first pick is usually not good odds. And I'd like to actually go through. I don't have that kind of bandwidth in my brain, but go through and see how many times an actual favorite won a golf tournament this season. Well, so you don't have the bandwidth. I do (laughs) semi. So I
1: didn't fully do what you're talking about, but I went back and just looked specifically at ROM. Okay. And I could not find other than the masters. He was plus 1200. I could not find a tournament this season where John Rahm is, not the is was not not not, the, not only the favorite, but anywhere in the range of as low as four fifty like this weekend to plus 7, eight, 900. And that was and his first win all season. Exactly. The century tournament champions when Cam won, John Rom was plus seven hundred to win that tournament. Yeah. And number one in the world until Scotty Scheffler went on his Absolute ultimate run. bender. Yeah. Heater, whatever you want to call it. But John good Rahm, kind of is, bender. John Rom, you could have if you bet one unit on John Rahm. This year, you'd so be losing your ass. You you would be because he's like won have. one tournament at plus 450, and he's probably played in
0: what it's May, so April. he's so played in 11 events. 11
1: events, so he's been the fa- I guarantee you, he's been the favorite in every event he's been in.
0: He's at least been top two or three odds in every single event, not and so he was plus 450 this week, or what was it, plus 450, plus 450. So you win, say, you put a unit on that, you win, you net five or you net four and a half units. If you bet one unit on every other bet, you're down five and a half. Is yeah, that math checks out. You're down five and a half units on the uh, overall on the season. If you bet on him to win every single tournament, exactly, you're down five and a half units. So that the value is not there. (coughs) Excuse me. And so what I I kind of looked at his numbers, and they're very glaring um, as to what issues he runs into. And I didn't really realize, because he's always been known as somewhat of a good putter, you know, and good short game. He doesn't really have any holes in his game, relatively speaking. So this year, if we're talking just strokes gained, he is number one in strokes gained off the tee uh, on the entire tour. So that's pretty good. Approach to the green, which is your approach shots, 13th on tour. Pretty damn good. Around the green, which is chipping, pitching, that, that sort of thing. 153rd on tour this year and putting 114th on tour. So he's number one on the tour in tee to green strokes gained. And that's how he, I mean, but he has, he, he has five top tens this year in 11 events and a win for most people. That's a really good year. So is it like almost we're expecting too much of him? You know, like, everybody wants to anoint that next guy. And that we talked about that with Scheffler. And, I mean, if you would have bet on him to win, you would have killed it like Seth or <laughs> our buddy, did. Um, if you were riding the Scheffler coattails, you murdered it there for a good month and a half. <laughs> but Yeah, there's basically probably two, I would say two players this year.
1: If you bet them to win every tournament, you'd be up positive money and yeah. that's cam smith and scotty scheffler yeah those are the only two guys that if you bet strictly one unit on them winning a tournament this this 20 well i shouldn't say this season this calendar year 2022 not since the tournament of champions yeah, yeah exactly cam smith and scotty scheffler would be the only guys you'd actually made money
0: on yeah well and, and i feel like golf betting is almost like getting like a, a hot stock tip like you got to get in early and you gotta you gotta dive like you gotta go all in because it's that old saying: if I hear a stock tip from my dentist or whatever, it's too late. Like if it, by the third or fourth week, everybody's like Bet Scheffler, Bet Sheffler, but it's too late. And he still did win a few times, which is fucking. That's insane. why his run was so fucking. Yeah, because everybody was on him, and he was still winning. Like that is just such a rarity. That's tight. Has that happened since Tiger? No, it hasn't.
1: And every tournament, I would go in and look at the odds, and you know put out my great picks and I'd be like dude he can't do it again and then he did it. Yeah. And I said like, oh he can't do it again and yeah. then he did it again and it's just like dude holy shit. But then I bet
0: on him to win the Zurich.
1: He loses. <laughs> yeah, and so- he
0: him and Ryan Ryan Palmer's won that tournament what four or five times. With yeah, and he's different like partners. His average
1: official world golf ranking of his partners like one point seven. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's insane. Just choosing the greatest, just the greatest. Partner. Somebody
0: made a joke that he was already recruiting like Charlie Woods for twenty years from now to be his partner oh, at the Zurich that's or something hilarious. like this. I love that. Um, but yeah, so well, congrats to John Rahm. I mean, everybody knew he was going to come back and win again. It was just a matter of time. He's he's had a really good year so far uh just hasn't gotten into the winner circle so on sh- shockingly enough that's only win number 7 for John Robb on the PGA tour but he did we all remember i think it was at the Wells Fargo last year when he got pulled on the on sunday we i'm sure we talked about it on the pod last year yeah he got pulled after his round saturday where he was up by like 6 or 7 shots like he was not losing that golf tournament and then like contact tracing with covid i want to say yep and I mean, he was also a dumbass, but he should have one more win than he does, really. But for a dude, it, it just blows my mind. So he's a year younger, or a year, yeah, he's a year younger than you. Um, a less than a year older Fucking than me. Huge confidence boost for me today. <laughs> uh, he's four months older than me. He's made thirty three point three million dollars on tour. Jesus, isn't that sickening? Yeah, that's
1: like that's disgusting. And he's he was the world number one for who was the world number one before him? Didn't we kind of go through that?
0: Uh I think we may have. Was it I, Dustin? It could have been. been Dustin.
1: Yeah, or Justin Thomas, was he? Could be right. But I think after Dustin won the Masters in late twenty twenty. Oh, November twenty twenty, I think he was in the world he number.
0: He went one. on a run there for a while where yeah, he was the world number one. But yeah, so uh John Rahm's at world number two now. He's right back in the mix and in all honesty like it it is kind of crazy because everybody expected him to win for him to go out and win when you're expected to win in golf is pretty wild in a field in a full field of 120 some players to go beat everybody when you're the clear odds on favorite um, that does take a little bit extra because even though the field was a little bit weaker and this was just kind of a weird event like Nobody really talked about it. I don't want to say it was kind of like a, a throwaway event, but it just wasn't really well advertised. Um, they played it kind of – they played it on the west coast, I want to say near Cabo or just north of Cabo. I'm not sure. I, I'm i not getting into geography again. But just kind of an odd event overall. I don't think that – it almost felt like an opposite field event. You know what I mean? Like where there's a WGC or a major and they have an opposite field event in Mexico, but either way, a win's a win. So, uh congrats to John Rom on the W. Yeah, it's uh like you said,
1: it's one of those tough things where if you're favored to win every single week, like it doesn't have to doesn't necessarily wear on you, but you there's got to be some talk in there, and not in the same. He pays attention to his odds, like he cares. He's not betting on himself. He's winning. He's betting on himself by playing in these events Yeah, and winning, exactly. winning plenty of money. But it was cool for him being from Spain, uh, speaking Spanish his whole life growing up, and winning in Mexico. I yeah. Think, like, it's one of those tournaments where you're just kind of like, you know, we would have preferred Abe Answer to win because we had him on our bet card. But same scenario. Like, Yeah.
0: Kind of somewhat of a homeland type of situation. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was cool. Um So we're going to get into, let's do a short little preview of the Wells Fargo. Well, yeah, before we preview the Wells Fargo and give you guys our
1: DraftKings picks, we do want to talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook. And as we talked about earlier, NBA playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So new customers can bet $5 on any team to win, and you get $150 in free bets when they do. So if you're trying to turn a small bet or a small bet into a big payoff you can go ahead and use that same game parlay token all you got to do go to a game flip that thing over to on and then you can pick a bunch of different things from certain games like i know i love doing it in hockey picking this player to score this player to get an assist i've been addicted to doing it in baseball as well um i'm like all right i actually hit one the other day like connor joe for the rockies to get a hit and the rockies game to go over ten and a half runs and actually, you know, you can just tell people all around the uh, the stadium are betting because we were at the Rockies game Sunday, and this guy, there was the over/under in the Rockies game was ten and a half, and it was ten, it was nine to one. For like three innings, and the, and Randall Grichik hit a random home run in like the eighth inning, and this guy Some is dude just stood up just and just stood up partying. The game's over. The Rockies had won, but you know people are betting, so hop in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download it now and use that promo code DNVR and bet five dollars on any NBA team to win their game, and you get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. Promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be twenty-one or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum five dollar deposit. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We also have something new to bust out for you guys. So once I find that here, why don't you filibuster for us for a second and talk <laughs> about our new favorite company. Uh, something I've actually been using behind the scenes for years helps me get... Um into my my summer groove. You know, you're out on the golf
0: course. Oh, doing spring cleaning? Yeah, Is that what you're exactly. talking about? You're getting, get, r- you're getting sweaty. You're yeah. getting hot. It you just gotta prep gotta prep the body for the hot weather. And I I I personally my body just rejects hot weather. Like I hate being sweaty. I hate being sticky. But uh this company has products that can help you with that. So I definitely once Spencer finds the reed, yeah. So, do you, you have it's, it?
1: It's Manscaped, and <laughs> support uh, is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products and precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Like I said, when I'm out on the golf course, I have the foot stuff. I have the crop mop. I have both razors. I use one for my face, one for my other area, <laughs> and. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. That's about 8 million balls being being shaved, being taken care of. We have to take care of our balls. Absolutely. It's 2022. Do, Do you just take your golf ball and just leave it dirty on the next frickin hole no yeah. you fucking wash your balls you put them in a ball you washer spit
0: shine that puppy you yeah. do what you need to yeah, do yeah you can't
1: you can't get backspin you gotta play with clean balls you can't get backspin with a dirt with dirty balls no yeah so it's it's fucking you can't do it no. so you gotta you gotta get your balls clean uh unlock your confidence and use the right code for the job with manscaped so it's 100 percent waterproof oh that is not I'm, <laughs> um, I, this is my, uh, this is, I gotta prep for these Manscaped reads. What is this ad, Allie? Um, it's, it's called Busting My Manscaped Cherry. So head over to manscaped.com and get yourself a crop mop, get yourself the foot duster. I spray that on my feet every day. Don't they
0: have stuff for your chate?
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. The performance package four point oh. Thanks for the assist there, Kale. I just dunked that one after <laughs> Kale's assist. But make sure you check out
0: Man's. Doesn't it like help your chafing and stuff? Isn't there something for that too? Oh, Yeah,
1: yeah. the crop. Oh, okay. You got the crop preserver, you got the crop mop, you got the foot duster, you got the the uh incredible and the thing is too, like you get like I have the the razor and they just send you new blades. Like you don't even know it. They yeah. just send you a new blade and I'm like, Oh, what's Don't this? even need to think about it. No, exactly. And then I'm not like cutting you know my how area. clutch is that? Just cleaning. You're shit. not nicking your balls. No, you're just, you're just cleaning them. Just cleaning. Just cleaning it up. So you're not scuffing them up. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> Ali got to watch that sick read. <laughs> so we're gonna move on now to a little preview of the Wells Fargo Championship this weekend, which is not at Quail Hollow because Quail Hollow is prepping themselves for the Presidents Cup. So they're gonna skip this year at Quail Hollow. This is now the second year that it's been skipped. And I was gonna
0: say they're playing it at uh, they're
1: playing it at P- TPC Potomac at Avino Farms
0: in Potomac, Maryland. Yeah,
1: exactly. So really close to DC, basically, like a super super cool area the, for the golf. Cor- yeah, the
0: course looks badass. I remember watching the uh, the Wells Fargo last year where Rory did win, um, but I was like, God, this place looks so pure. I didn't really know that this time of year it was warm enough. I do remember it being a little cold. Out there, like I remember them having jackets on, and it was kind of rainy a little bit. Yeah, because I mean the the East Coast, I don't think they're they're quite ready to um, have a golf tournament. So I I mean there it's all green and everything. Like I wish we could get some rain here because it's always rainy out there in the springtime. But they uh, I think they're ready for it. Well, I'm not quite sure what the weather looks like out there. We're just gonna have to to find out when we watch this weekend. So well, and let's talk about something.
1: So pre-tournament, first of all, golf is the only sport where myself, you, Kale, name your person in this bar right now, getting ready for the Avs game. They could show up to a golf course yesterday, Monday, and actually qualify to play in a professional golf event. Yeah. And I don't, first of all, I don't think people realize how tough it is. There was a guy, I saw this on Twitter, there was a guy last week, he made every score in a monday qualifier three through 11 minus like a, an eight or an, a 10. i forget exact number but he made a three a four a five a six a seven a nine a ten and 11 in route to like 110. and
0: <laughs> what a waste I mean, of money and what time. a waste
1: of money what a waste of time i don't know what this guy was thinking maybe he but there's plenty of those at every monday qualifier no absolutely every monday qualifier is like this but The competition at these things is just absolutely absurd. So, one of the guys that Monday qualified this week for the Wells Fargo tied a fucking course record at the course that he had to play the Monday qualifier at with a 64. Okay. Like, that's how good, like, these guys are just getting into just Mondaying
0: to go shoot 73, 75 and be cut on
1: on Thursday. Well, and I
0: was actually thinking about that on the drive down, like... Monday qualifying is just such a you you have to have so much confidence in your game because first of all you're like you said you you have to shoot crazy low just to get into the tournament but then once you're there basically unless you finish I think inside the top 10 or 15 I think it may depend on the tournament you I mean you get a good paycheck but other than that you don't have any sort of exemption to the next week you get nothing like you have to play, you have to qualify for the tournament. Then you have to play really well. So even Monday qualifier info, uh, a case of the golf one on Twitter, he tweeted out the playoff to get into the Wells Fargo. It was Steve Marino who's won on tour. Yeah, no, it was I've, Dave Lingmerth. I've got who's, this right here. I think well, Lingmerth won on tour, and PGA
1: Tour may have stolen this, but four for one Monday qualifier playoff for the Wells Fargo started yesterday oh yeah, yeah yesterday forty eight p.m yesterday uh career pga tour starts for these guys marino 222 Lingmerth 188 brett Stegmeier 81 and then lee detmer who's never started on the pga tour
0: but imagine being lee detmer <laughs> you're like these dudes have spent full years on the pga tour he's literally never made a start out there and do you know who ended up getting through? Did they tweet out the results? They,
1: um, I will double-check that, but I do want to give a shout-out to the guy. Uh, course record tying 64 for Drew Nesbitt. Um, and that name he, rings a bell. And you know... Get your face in the mic. You know that this guy is... He's Canadian, so that's part of it. Okay, But him being like not as well-known. I have more Twitter followers on my personal shit-posting Twitter than this guy's got. <laughs> <laughs> and he's now playing in a PGA tour event. Yeah. So pretty cool for him to go out just shoot another, a course record it shows you Twitter made, or Twitter's not real life. Well, hundred <laughs> percent. But I'm just saying like a dude with basic like it's sad that's how we measure our lives and it,
0: But that's uh, what I'm saying. Like you have more Twitter followers than him, but he's much better at golf than you. Correct. So well, it's all I mean, giving to Shot sixty four. If you if oh, I played fifteen uh, holes. Uh, uh, maybe that's even a stretch. We did hit balls today. We, d- <laughs> we, d- we both we went balls out on practiced. the range today. I hit like 35 range balls, so I'm in mid-season form. I actually played my first nine holes of the year in Colorado last week. Shot a little two under par round. Um, nothing to write home about, but I hadn't picked up a club since. Well, besides the hole-in-one challenge, so I hit 200 gap wedges that day. Um, but other than that, I hadn't played since February, so I didn't hate that, but... You went, You played uh, Highland Hills last week. I played
1: Highland Hills, shot a little even par round on Saturday. You know, no, Congrats. No big, no big deal. Nice. I uh, uh, feel uh, pretty good about executive it. Executive course? No. Championship. 36. <laughs> par 36. All right. Saturday afternoon niner, a couple of fireball shots, a couple well, of uh, good company Celtzies. There you go. It was great. Speaking of Twitter, we had a few things on Twitter we wanted to touch on. In this pod, yes, but we're still talking about the Wells Fargo. Okay, we haven't got there yet. Basically, Wait. let's just give a little preview of it. So it's being played. We already at, talked about where talked it's about being played. That, but so Rory's, Rory's the favorite, the defending champion, and the favorite.
0: <laughs> Don't bet on him. Don't, Don't bet on Rory. He'll probably win it. Um, let's see. The field is not that deep, so Rory is almost double the odds, um, or half of the odds of the next, the second best odds on favorite to win. So he's at plus 850. Corey Connors is plus 1600. Russell Henley's plus 2000. Tyrrell Hatton's playing plus 2000. Um, not a super deep field. This is, almost feels like a a field ma- made for Max Homa. He's he's playing this Ooh, week and that, he's homie. Yeah, he's like uh eighth best odds. He's plus 2800, but I I could see somebody coming out this week and and making a statement.
1: Our, well our official picks will come out tomorrow, of yeah. course, but I know like from doing some research, this is a really good place for just solid ball striking T to green yeah and guys like Corey Connors and Russell Henley is so I'm not saying I'm picking Russell Henley. I'm not saying I'm not. but Russell Henley is like the top of every metrics leaderboard for this tournament. So really good information if he wins. Uh, uh, not my fault if he loses, but because they're not my metrics, but yeah, basically Russell Henley and Corey Connors, just their long iron and ball striking from the, from the fairway is tops in the PGA tour. And they're like metrics love those guys this week.
0: And Henley is also that kind of dude that just will come out of nowhere and win once every two or three years. That's just, just enough to stay relevant. Yeah. That's That's his thing. Enough to keep his, keep his boat afloat. Yeah. And I mean, he's made plenty of money on tour, but he just kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, if you had told me Russell Henley Henley was third highest odds on favorite to win this tournament, I probably would have been like, "Why?" I would ask you if it was a corn fairy tour. Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't even really know the guy was still on tour. So, uh, I do like Cameron Young. Also, he's that uh, young guy from it's either Georgia or Bama. He's an SEC kid, but he's had a really good year this year. So, kind guy, of a guy I love too, Seamus Power. Seamus. I, he's Irish, isn't he? Yes, he's very Irish. That, yeah, I guess Hence if the your name's Seamus. Seamus.
1: Can you, you believe that that's a, a kid, ra- You do that too, kid, in America, and that's just uh, Seamus on you.
0: I know a kid named. <laughs> oh, what a Seamus. He, he's
1: fucking missed it. No, he that was my Sh- joke. Seamus. Huh? I had to laugh
0: at my own joke. Well done. That was good. Laugh. I know a kid named Seamus McGinnis. That has got to be the
1: most Irish name in the
0: history. Yeah, I don't think an I- a more Irish name exists um, besides like St. Patrick. Is that even Irish? Yeah, it has to be St. Patrick's <laughs> Day, dude. It's but I don't think St. Patrick's Day is a thing in Ireland. Really,
1: I don't that think would so. seem
0: insane to me. I think it's like an Americanized thing. Ah, just a reason for Americans to go drink. Yeah,
1: that is a great reason. We have a lot of holidays for that. <laughs> Shout out. All the random Every whole, holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, just reasons to sit around the table and drink. drink yeah, alcohol. It's nothing changes based on the season. Changes what you're drinking for it sure.
0: Change how you're drinking for sure. But yeah, Seamus Power. I don't know why you like him. I just like his name. Uh, but he actually has had a good season so far this I don't know, year. I just feel good about it. Okay. I mean, at, at this point, our picks can just be hunches.
1: Yeah, that's all we. we need.
0: I mean, we we clearly
1: do all the research and get nowhere we spin our wheels and go backwards so you know it's it's fine yeah we're going we're going with we're going with our gut from now on and once we get on a heater then we're just going to come on this podcast every week live and just wave when the it around
0: whole, like when the equivalent of like the golf hole looks this big to us like we can't miss exactly but we, we've missed a lot so far this year like horribly so fade us but at your uh but know when to jump on the band exactly at we your will own get risk. there we will get there
1: All right, so now we're going to move on to a little Twitter. And, Cale, so we're going to talk a little bit about the rules of golf and some interesting things that have happened recently. Kale, can you pull up this video for us? So make sure, if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, you want to make sure to check out this video on our YouTube at Big Drive Energy. So this is from a couple weeks ago, and uh, after this last weekend, it kind of brought this back up. So this is from Dylan Fratelli's Twitter. And let's just take a look at this golf shot. It looks like it's hanging from the Spanish moss. Hanging from the Spanish moss of a tree. Illegal. Some incredible work for him, turning the club upside down, but he got penalized for that. And if you know golf, you may know why, and if you don't, we can tell you. So basically what was illegal about that is the fact that our boy Dylan Fratelli was on the line Uh, That he was hitting on. He was standing directly behind the ball. Exactly. So that is outlawed in the rules of golf, which is super not. It's lame. It's a rule, which he probably should have known, but he probably wasn't thinking about it. But if he hits that shot to his right or his left side, depending upon which one he wants it, completely fine. Now, using one hand, he probably doesn't You also have to think, too, about the
0: axis that it's on, because technically, like, I mean, I guess he was directly facing it. But it's just so weird because it's above you. So what's even saying you're directly standing behind something that's above you? You know know what I mean? Like, how can he stand to the side of the ball that is not even in front of him, technically? That's a very interesting wrinkle
1: I didn't think about. (laughs) But we all know, like, considering the fact that he was behind the golf
0: ball, that's a penalty. It'd just be like putting... Well, that's the only reason I knew that rule is because people have tried to do that before where they like putt between their legs and that's outlawed. Cause I think Bryson at some point wanted to do that shocker. Um, I know for a time he like side saddled it where you have like the chest putter and you kind of like do this type of deal on the side saddle, almost like a shuffleboard ish type thing where you kind of like, I don't really know how to explain it. Um, for those of you who are not watching and just listening, it sounds even more weird. But yeah, that is the only reason I know that you can't stand behind the ball. Otherwise, yeah, I would the first few times I watched that video, I was like, okay. Like, I mean, cool shot right. for sure. Uh, but incredible I, did, shot. I didn't even think about the rules violation he was committing. So that's kind of a, a shitty side of the rules of golf, is they go take a cool shot like that and ruin it. Just shit on it. A hundred percent. And that got us thinking of some of the
1: Interesting rulings we've had in the past couple of years. And also, a circling back to Twitter, um, why don't you talk a little bit about Patrick Reed and kind of what Golf Digest tweeted. Super funny. If, you, if you're if you in the know, I-Y-K-Y-K I, 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 <laughs> um, in the golf world, but Good God. Patrick Reed got a feature basically in Golf Digest about hitting sand shots.
0: Yeah. So everybody knows Patrick Reed has had a few questionable maneuvers in the sand the last few years that... Were potential penalties, well, definitely penalties, uh, but he didn't technically get caught, so he ended up just kind of skirting the rules, quote-unquote. But Golf Digest featured him in an article, which I thought was even more funny because it was was how to get out of bunkers, like bunker play with Patrick Reed. Guess who wrote the, the article? Patrick Reed. (laughs) Like, nobody wrote this article about Patrick Reed. He was like judge, jury, executioner, writing his own article. Fucking, I just thought that was hilarious. Golf Digest was like, fuck, we need a filler. We got two pages of this. (laughs) They're like, nobody wants to write this article on Patrick Reed. Who will do it? And Reed's like, I will. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) So I thought that was pretty funny. But then everybody in the comments was like, Reed cheats in the bunkers all the time. (laughs) Like, Like, just dragging him on Twitter. And then um, I just, yeah, like, one of my buddies was like, so you want me to get DQ'd? You want me to take Patrick Reed's advice, get DQ'd, and look like a cheater? So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but then there's another thing with Patrick Reed on Twitter where apparently he has a burner account. Or it's it's one of his family members, I think, that has a burner. What is the handle? It's at use golf, facts. Use golf At use golf Facts, Which is and ironic. It has kind of him. been outed as, like, Patrick Reed's burner Twitter account. So, another thing we'll talk about is Tiger Woods. Um, this week was out at Southern Hills, which is the host site of the PJ Championship in a couple of weeks. And he was somebody tweeted a picture of him talking to the director of golf at Southern Hills and getting advice directly from him um, about the course. And then Patrick Reed's burner from the clouds comes in. Do you have the tweet on you? Yeah.
1: I wonder what it's like, quote, obviously, from Golf Facts with capital facts. I wonder what it's like to have the director of golf at Southern Hills give you all the course notes you need for the upcoming PGA championship. Do all players get this treatment at PGA? For at Tiger Woods, this is just embarrassing that at PGA posted this photo, and it's very telling. (laughs) And you got to look at this from a standpoint of, okay, This guy, Gary Cosby, the PGA Director of Golf at Southern Hills, like, I'm a PGA Director of Golf. That's not me swinging my dick around. That's just me (laughs) stating a used golf fact Yeah, but that's also, yeah. I'm saying, like, from his standpoint, like, yes, his course is hosting a PGA Tour event, a a championship. Yeah, a major. major. But for him, like, that's a totally different world to have Tiger Woods. Like, people always try to mix up these worlds of, PGA Tour Pros and PGA Professionals. And let me tell you, look at me <laughs> and look at the guys on TV every week. That's a completely different world. Oh, 100%. And when you have, I mean, this dude, Gary, Mr. Cosby here, not not Bill, Gary. <laughs> that's And good. it's Cosby with a Z, so it's totally different. That's kind of cool. Not to be misconstrued. Um, it Like, he gets a chance to walk around the course with golf's greatest of all time his course and give him all the knowledge like
0: wh- like what's wrong You with definitely that? don't like, pass up that opportunity no
1: and this is not like a thing for the pga tour to tout this is not necessarily like if i'm gary mr cosby here <laughs> i'm taking that opportunity a million times out of a million. Oh yeah if tiger Woods, if any of these players really yeah. like i mean Tigers obviously one A on that list. But if any, like if Scotty Scheffler, who this is one of his favorite courses, he's winning this fucking thing. Let's just be real here. Uh, He's going to win the PGA championship. That's, we can uh, time stamp that right now. But yeah, that's
0: the coolest opportunity for him. So I don't understand. But see, for, I I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I also, the first, first look at that when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's kind of shitty. Like, are you Patrick Reed? No. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with I, you? D- I just think what, Okay, that, why is it shitty? Because is he giving this information to every single player in the field? Or is it just because it's Tiger Woods he's giving him that info? You know, would he go do that for the last guy that makes it in the field? Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, that's we're, that's like having a green book that only you have and nobody else has. Like, I think that's kind of shitty. I don't like it.
1: Well, <laughs> dude, that's kind of lame. That is kind of a hot take because I see it. I personally see it oh, only from, from that
0: dude's perspective. Oh, for sure. But from a if a competitor of Tiger Woods, that's like when the Warriors are playing the Nuggets and the Warriors get all the foul calls. It's like, oh, yeah, they need all the fucking help winning this series. Or when like, like Andre
1: Iguodala was like hanging out with the Warriors back in 2013. That's Snake. as a Nugget.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like. No, but what I'm saying is they don't, Tiger Woods doesn't need any help. He's played Southern Hills he many needs a time. Plenty of help. Okay, he needs the, all the help he can get as of now. But he's still the goat. Like he.
1: Oh, you just said that. Hey, can we clip that, Kale? Because <laughs> Mitchell's fucking fought this for years.
0: I, I, he's one of the best of all time. Uh, you he can't go back now. Okay, he's the current goat. He just doesn't need that kind of help. And I thought it was kind of corny for even Tiger to take that. Like oh wow.
1: I think we're so far are apart we here. Just yeah.
0: Really far away. I like, I I don't I just see it as Like, I feel like it's like a charity case. Like, oh, Tiger Woods needs help with this golf course. Huh? Well, maybe You know what I mean? Okay, like, maybe this is something that's been overblown by the
1: PGA tour or PGA or whoever tweeted this out. I'm saying maybe that maybe Gary has been helping other dudes. It's just more Yeah. It's just more prevalent that he's helped Tiger Woods because Tiger Woods is in every all the coverage all the time and and any outlet wants tiger woods coverage like let's face it that's how it is oh for sure so maybe that's why this is overblown yeah we don't know the whole story
0: but if if he is just helping tiger i think that's kind of shitty all
1: right well (laughs) do you think uh yeah i just don't necessarily agree like i think from from his perspective
0: from a playing competitive like a competitor perspective i'd be kind of annoyed Okay. I'd be I'd be like hey Gary you got a few minutes Can you give me all those notes Like you know what I was about to say what makes Tiger Woods special <laughs> Obviously we uh, know That's uh, a long list I can go that's, through it That's what I'm saying is he's getting that preferential treatment Like PGA pros lives matter too There's PGA pros in that event You think he's giving them their You think he's giving them fucking green reads And where to hit it in the fairway He's like no go shoot 12 over and miss the cut He doesn't give a shit that's but fair. Y- it, I don't know, agree it, but that's it, fair. You're you and I are both on a, a different wavelength too where you would do anything to be in the spotlight. Like if that w- <laughs> if, if that was you, you would you'd probably be on Tiger Woods's back riding him around the golf course like a camel. Maybe. Like if he could hold me, if yeah, he could hold up. You'd be like or he you'd be giving him a piggyback. Yeah, that's more yeah, accurate. You'd be like, "Do you need a, a hand? Like, I don't want you to hurt yourself. There's some hills." <laughs> And I just don't personally care that much. So I think that's kind of like Gary's like, oh, it's my time to shine. I'm going to go help Tiger Woods out. Like, I have something to contribute that he can't find out in two practice rounds. Like, I just, it, am I just being weird? Like, is this. Yeah, I think
1: you're being really used golf faxy right now, I, dude.
0: <laughs> from if I, th- sadly enough, I think about myself playing in the tournament, which will probably never happen. Maybe someday. I'm not going to say never. If I ever try to play actual golf again, um, I would be annoyed. I'd be like, what the fuck, Gary? Come on out. Give me some tips. Like Gary. Yeah. Like The way I equate it, like I said, is to having like a green reading book that only you have. But at the same time, like I said also, what is Tiger not going to find out in two practice rounds that this dude's telling him? Like, is there a fucking black hole somewhere on the golf course to... That nobody knows about. That's going to suck everybody in there. Uh, that was kind of out of left field, but you get my point. Like, what? It's a golf course. Figure it out. I, I
1: do think to your point there. I think a lot of don't get me wrong. Caddies know certain things and certain yardages, but I think a lot of this stuff is fairly overblown. To be honest, like, of knowing a golf course, like you can play a golf course once or twice, and as a, especially as a guy of Tiger Woods level or any PGA Tour guy yeah. level, and have a really good fucking idea of what's going well, on.
0: Well, and also the comfortability. Like, if you're you're either comfortable or you're not, you know what I mean? Like, you you go, it, there's no other way to get comfortable but playing the course. You can't just have somebody tell you where to hit it. it. Just having somebody tell you, but you not seeing it with your own eyes and being able to see that sight line, I don't really think it it matters that much what you're being told. Obviously, he's walking, or, walking around telling him where to hit the shots and things like that. Also, bear in mind this course is in Oklahoma. What what kind of crazy fucking green complexes can they have out there? It's hills. Like there's Southern no hills. there's <laughs> no crazy altitude change. There, I mean, the greens could be a little crazy, but he's got a standard yardage book. I'm done harping on this, but I just think it's kind of corny. <laughs> All right, from moving from corny to our
1: fairway or four and wrapping up this week's edition of Big Drive Energy. All right, so last week we had. Uh, I had a pretty controversial one, according to the Twitter poll. So pulling that up here, um, Mitchell, you're fair, are four, a resounding 69%. Nice. Nice. The Yankees have the worst fan base in baseball. Okay. Uh, that's super fair. We kind of both agreed on it. Uh, mine was, so sandals that split your toes are unacceptable for men. And I got a resounding 65% for. So the people were against us. They think it's fine. Okay. Tuttle did text us, Eric Tuttle, our friend. Uh and said we shouted him out. He thought he was being personally attacked, which is fair because he's just his he's toes, his toes just resonate in my mind of when I think. Especially of when he has jeans and flip flops on him. Like, exactly. Oh, Bad
0: look. So our fairway or four for this week, lead us off. Um I had kind of a tough time. I'm thinking about sports takes and my mind goes to hockey with it being hockey playoffs. Uh, is this the year the Maple Leafs make an actual run? Because they haven't won a, a series in twenty—I want to say twenty or twenty-one years—and they shit on Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, the, the back-to-back Stanley Cup champs. For some reason, I was going to say Hurricanes. I I need to pay better attention. Um, but yeah, they won five nothing, four nothing, five nothing. Uh, so they don't look like they're like. And it's just one game. Don't get me wrong. But this kind of feels like a year they could maybe make a run. Okay, that's
1: fair. So Toronto is this year. Well, what are we calling a run? We got to have a hard stop here. Um,
0: They win two rounds. They win one round. A a Stanley Cup run. I would. So I'm not saying win the Stanley Cup, but like go deeper in the playoffs. Okay, we got to make a line. Okay, Eastern Conference Finals. Okay.
1: So so you you're asking me, and I'm
0: saying no. I'm saying the Eastern Conference is too stacked for them to make a run. That. Their goaltending's not that great. But, I mean, last night kind of, like, changed my perception. Yeah,
1: pretty they, wild. They looked it's like a fucking wagon. Especially the team, against a team like the Lightning. Yeah, exactly. Right, my fair four, we argued about this, and uh, you didn't agree with me, but I've been on a extreme air fryer kick lately, including air frying pork chops and steaks. Is it acceptable to air fry a fine expensive meat like a pork no. chop or a steak I'll oh do. we even got kale fuck okay no. well it's disgusting.
0: Uh, bro that that's like oh my god that the, the pork chop's fine but the steak bro dude well that's like taking- i live in
1: a fucking high-rise apartment with i have to walk in non-flip-flops in <laughs> sandals down to a grill six levels okay to, that's like gr- taking to grill your my li- food
0: Ex- that's exactly what okay, I told Spencer fuck you That's like taking a Ferrari To the grease monkey to get Fucking serviced That just isn't so bad Why do you do that to a piece of meat The cow didn't die for you to disrespect it like that I don't know I haven't tried it but... Yeah don't knock it till you try it I'm telling you one of those chicks On the Timberwolves court Should have had a shirt that says don't air fry meat <laughs> That Like dude It. I'm telling you It's that good
1: no that's sad basically i told mitchell i was gonna air fry some meat at his house and let him try it and he's
0: like we're not gonna i got a fucking Traeger and a grill we're not I've got gonna two grills and spencer's like let me bring out my 20 dollar air fryer dude that we can cook a 30 dollar steak in like what a waste i and that's just pure laziness to me i also love grilling like that's i it's a hobby of mine well sometimes you gotta deal with what you got spencer so. just likes to sit on his ass if he (laughs) i see spencer giving me a look that's fine um spencer's just kind of a lazy cook you would eat if not fucking uber eats or takeout you would eat like frozen meals every night Uh, that's kind of that's kind of a fair assumption but we have spencer's like what's the easiest way i can cook this nice piece of meat that's it, just it. It doesn't taste any worse. Okay,
1: four there. All right, he's on four. We're gonna uh, tweet those out. Make sure you're checking out our Twitter at. Big Drive Energy. We are going to go to the Avs game tonight. Also, make sure you guys sign up for our golf tournament. We are having a blast of a golf tournament. It's more like a party. That is May 20th, 9 a.m., the Valley of Fun. You can sign up at thednvr.com. Make sure to check that out. Check us out on Instagram at Big Drive Energy Pod, TikTok at Big Drive Energy. We're making videos so you guys don't look dumb in the pro shop. We got a couple of compliments today. Even the lady Mitch gave a lesson to was like, oh shit, you guys are the guys on TikTok. My son loves you guys. And we're like, yeah, it's just just another day Another day in the life uh, Until then Hopefully we're talking about An app sweep next Tuesday We'll be live next Tuesday 5pm Check it out Have a great weekend and Enjoy your week And enjoy the Wells Fargo Peace